Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Niche and Compass, a podcast for awesome coaches like you with me, Allegra Stein. I'm really excited about today's episode. I've been meaning to record it for weeks, but haven't gotten the chance until today. And it's a bit different because I am responding to a question that was sent my way by a listener and someone in my email circle. And it was just an awesome, awesome question. So I asked for permission to respond to it here on the podcast. She said, yes, go ahead. So that's what we've got today. I'm just going to riff on the ideas that she brought to the table. And while you're listening, just notice what you hear in it. If you have the chance, send me a quick note. My email is in the show notes. Let me know what you hear and what question you might have that I can play with next time. But in the meantime, let's go. All right. So the question today comes from Holly, who sent this awesome email to me. Gosh, it was a few weeks ago now, but I'm really excited to get to it today. So Holly asks, there's this one tricky place that has me feeling the need to take steps back and forth as I craft the words around what exactly I'll sell. At least what I'm going to sell for now in this round of experimenting so I can get the heck out of the gate and sell it. It's bringing up drama and I know I'm not alone about writing the messaging for this offer. I think coming up with messaging that resonates with audiences is challenging because it can feel so fake and salesy following how-tos around taking action on all of this stuff. How can we bring a more mavericky us to that process? I don't like to sound like a plug-and-play formula. I want to get to the heart of the transformation or experience that I offer and the problem I help them solve, but I don't want to sound fluffy or snaky. I want to do it off the bat, so to be clear and to the point, because that is in service to them, getting what they need to know fast, not having to look under a rock for it, qualifying themselves as interested in or not this problem and this offer that I sell. I honestly think that in the same way people benefit from coaching, because they can't see the label when they're inside the jar, Coaches can't get out of their own 992 things they want to deliver, touch on, leave space for, etc. I'd also love your wisdom around how to think about it and sift through the noise that seems important and get to the point they are most interested in. I anticipate that the same way you inspire coaches to bring themselves into the biz mix, I would love to hear you chat around how that same mentality can be of service to help a client find belief that they can also embark on the journey I'm offering and come out better on the other side with a helpful hand from me. Dang, Holly, that is an awesome multi-layered question. I so appreciate you taking the time. And anyone else who's listening, if you want to email me or send your questions, I am happy to bring them here into the podcast. So let me just share a couple of things that surface as I read through it, trying to take it one piece at a time. I think that your people or people will tell you everything that you need to know, including the language to use in your marketing. So when, you, when you're wondering, you know, how do I create messaging? And I'm like, well, the words, the copy, the ideas that are going to resonate with my audience. 
Um, you know, so we're not plug and play. How do I describe and get to the heart of this experience that I help curate and I'm a partner for? My response is you ask your people. And this shows up in a couple of places. With the people that you have already been working with, that you've offered coaching sessions to, I hope you're asking for feedback. I hope at the end of those sessions, the end of those partnerships, whether they're free in exchange for feedback or they're paid offers, you are putting a Google form or a question or an email or even on a call in front of them and saying, what was this like for you? How would you describe this to someone else? What did you experience? How did you transform as a result of this work we've done together? And take note of the words that they tell you because they're going to describe it. They're going to describe it in a way that we can't because we weren't on that side of the journey, right? We're experiencing the journey from the position of captaining this ship. They are experiencing it as a guest on the ship that they're joining us on. So get that feedback from anyone you've worked with. And a second way that you can do this, let's say you haven't worked with anyone yet. Let's say you're like, but I haven't done any coaching yet. I, I don't even have these people to get feedback from, is to interview people to set up what I call a conversation project. Ask people if you can interview them for 15 or 20 minutes and have them tell you what problems they have. What is it that they're struggling with? What do they want? And notice the language that they use. So much of this comes down to languaging that you can ask people to describe themselves, what they think about at night, what, what's in their way, where they want to go. And you can actually take those phrases and that language and use it in how you describe the work that you do. So you don't have to come up with in your imagination the problem that you want to solve. You just have to ask someone, hey, what are you struggling with? And they will tell you. And then you can turn around and use that, let's say, on your program page or when you're in conversation with someone and they say, what is it you do? You say, oh, I help people with blank. And just tell them the problem or the issue that you have actually heard other people talk about in their own words. So I think that's one way just to get to the heart of the matter, to create and craft ways of describing your work that resonate with other people because you're going to use their words. They will tell you what words to use. Um, let's see. And then this thing too about coaches, here's another thing that kind of stood out to me. Um, is how do we pick what to say? How do we decide what it is that we want to share? You know, how do we filter through all of these things that we want to touch on or leave space for? I think we need to be really mindful not to, to, to share because we want to share, not to try and make someone feel or think or take a particular action, but that, that it needs to start with what you are inspired by. When I show up on these podcasts or in my notes to coaches or in my YouTube videos or wherever I'm going to shine my light that day, I'm leading with what I'm inspired by. You know, that's why I, I, I call this podcast like my little radio show, because sometimes it's just really cool to imagine that I'm in a basement and I'm just saying all these things that I think and feel into this microphone. And I hope that it reaches someone out there. You know, I, I, I craft it from a place of this is really important to me. I hope it helps one of you. And that's that's my filter. And another place that I really like to turn, 
again, this comes back to listening to my people, is I am always listening to those individuals who I want to help. I'm listening to coaches all the time. This podcast is an example of that. Holly sent me a question and I was like, oh yeah, I have an answer to that. Let me just record it and put it out there in a way. I got her permission in a way that I hope reaches one of you and helps you in some way. So it's kind of, I guess it's twofold. (laughs) One of them is me kind of saying, what do I really want to talk about and share today? But it's also informed by the conversations that I'm in, listening to the people that I want to help and creating content, or I call those things gems, and putting ideas out that I hope, again, will be helpful in some way. Um, So again, to Holly's question, how do you sift through the noise that seems important and get to the point they're most interested in? I ask them, I'm asking all of you, what are you interested? All the time I'm asking in my emails on this podcast, what would you like to hear about? What would you like to know? When I'm actually in conversation with coaches, I'm listening and taking notes. Oh my gosh, there's a problem they've got. Let me create something in response to that. So it's a relationship. This coaching work we do, it's a relationship business and it involves a lot of deep listening. It's one of the most profound skills we can master. And what's really cool is that when we start listening to people, the benefit is that we don't have to do this in isolation. We don't have to imagine and wonder what people want. We can simply ask them and then create in response to that. So I hope this has been helpful. I would love to know what you've heard in it. It's always so cool for me to hear from different people who have been listening to my podcast about what they hear because you're all going to hear something different. And it's that insight that surfaced in you that really matters. It's not what I say. It's what you've heard So take a minute and let me know. I would love to hear from you. My email address is in the show notes and I'll see you next time. Send me the next question you'd like me to workshop. I would love, love, love that inspiration. I hope you find that helpful. That's my goal here in the Niche Encompass land. Um, I also just wanted to drop a little bit of a commercial for my souvenir shop, which is opening up on August 30th. There is a new round of UMAP for coaches, which was previously the Niching Compass. And I am really excited to welcome in 20 coaches. I only have 20 spaces to lead you through your UMAP to mentor you around what it means to know these incredible things about yourself and how it's going to impact all of the steps you take moving forward in your practice and in your work. It's a really special space. I hope you'll consider joining us. Check out UMAP for Coaches to learn more and get on the wait list. And I'll talk to you all next time.